Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to The Huddle with Monica D. Livingston, a safe space to dialogue, create, celebrate, and gain the tools to execute and dominate on the field or in life. This is the place where we discuss the fumbles and the touchdowns, the struggles and the successes. This is where we come to get better. So huddle up. Back to the huddle, and it is time. It is time for our I Slide team captain segment. And today, coming into the huddle as our team captain is Lindsay Zampak. Lindsay Zampak, you may have seen it if you're a TikTok fan. She is the TikTok famous teacher with over 30 million views for this one particular um, video that she did with her students. And I gotta tell you, in COVID times, teachers and students both are struggling online learning cameras are off and what Lindsay is doing with her students is just a testament to just perseverance and when you're passionate about something you just keep at it and and she's bringing laughter into the classroom she's keeping her students engaged and committed laughing and thriving and so during this time we were talking I asked her I said hey did you always want to be a teacher and quite frankly she was like well you know I wanted to be an actress she wanted to go to Hollywood and she's done some stuff she's done some commercials and there's actually a, a movie on YouTube uh, called One More Meal, I think, on YouTube that you can find. She won an award for that. She's done some stuff for Google and Lyft. But her plan A was to go to Hollywood. And she had a mentor tell her, you know what, you need a plan B. The mentor advised her, you need to get a job that will support your dream and passion for acting because it's going to be difficult and hard to find those roles. You know, a lot of people spend a lot of time going on auditions and things of that nature. So she needed something else. So I think that's the takeaway for today. So I'm calling that the plan B to gain plan A. Um, what, What captured me here was her passion for the process of acting, not the check. She really likes storytelling and the artistry of acting and, and all that kind of stuff. It's kind of like it was a compulsion for her. Uh, so it was a fun, fun, fun interview. I got her to sing a little bit, so you got to just keep listening. We talked about Queen Latifah. Well, I talked about Queen Latifah in the new show and what I think about the Queen's acting, but... You know, sorry, Queen. I, I I love you. I love you. I really do. Um, so just a bunch of gems in here. Listen to see what she says about some of the most impactful moments she's had in the classroom. She gives great advice on what teachers can do to just keep sparking learning and that flame in their students. It has been trying. It has been difficult, but uh, you know, she is finding a way to put fun in that. So tons of gems in this. Tons of advice. You're gonna find out how. She she adopted one of her students. I'm not going to give it all away. Just keep listening. But remember, we're calling this the plan B 
to gain plan A. So you always have to have this, this not a backup plan, but another plan, you know, that, that, and make sure that it aligns with your other plan and that it can help assist you get to that plan A. It doesn't mean that you're not serious about plan A, but hey, you know, sometimes you got to fund that dream. You've got to fund that passion. The light bill still needs to be paid. Somebody's going to call you for a gig or a job. If you're in the acting world, you got to have the cell phone on. So plan B to gain plan A. When we come back, Lindsay Zampak, TikTok teacher extraordinaire, will be joining the huddle as the I Slide team captain in the huddle. The Huddle with Monica D. Livingston Team Captain segment. It's sponsored by iSlide USA, the place to get your favorite team slides. Whether it's NBA, WNBA, NHL, MLB, and more, you can also rep your college colors as you slide around campus in a pair of stylish and comfortable iSlides. And if you're feeling creative, design your own pair of slides. That's my favorite part. I get to put whatever I want on a pair of iSlides. Visit iSlideUSA.com and get started today. Use code MONICA. That's right. You heard me. Use code Monica at checkout and receive 15% off of your total purchase. Go do it now. Stand in what you stand for with iSlide USA. And welcome back to the huddle. Our team captain segment today uh, sponsored by iSlide USA. We are joined by our team captain, Lindsay Zampak. She is a um, wine glass artist, cat lover, uh, but mainly teacher with a, a big heart and, and some swag, people. I'm just going to tell you right now, Lindsay's got some swag. If you've seen any of her videos, you know. Lindsay, thank you for taking time out of your day, coming to the huddle. How are you? I'm doing great, Monica. I'm doing great. Good, 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 good. Thanks. Will the cat be joining us? I think I saw um, just it sometimes. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Do you, you can bet. <laughs> We can place money. Okay, the, the cat yeah. showed up. Mm -hmm. What's the cat's name? Lucy. Lucy. All right, Lucy. Lucy, you're home. Okay. Well, thank you again for joining us. Um, I just had to have you here. I saw the video on TikTok. It's last time I checked, almost six million views or something like that. It's crazy, insane. Twenty-seven now. Twenty-seven million. Twenty-seven million. That's TikTok. Does it all of them combined, or is that? Just that, on TikTok. That video on TikTok, it's like six, six or seven million likes, but it is okay. Twenty-seven million views. Right. Okay. So when I last looked, it was five point eight million likes, and now it's twenty-seven view, twenty-seven million views. Wow. That, I mean, you're a household name. You're in everybody's living room on their phone. Does that feel good or creepy or a little both? <laughs> well, when you put it like that. <laughs> Um, I really honestly don't, I, I don't see it. I mean, you're telling me these things and I'm right. seeing the numbers, but I mean, I go to the grocery store and people don't, I mean, you know, it's right. not like, oh my gosh, it's Claire Danes and it's, <laughs> you know, like it's like, oh, who are you getting mine? You know? And so Lizzie, you're a theater teacher, right? Okay. In case y'all just didn't get that. That was the, <laughs> <laughs> You're a theater teacher. Uh, we'll get to the video, but let's let people know a, a little bit about you because I think uh, some of the misconceptions are people think they know people because they're on social media or because they're on some kind of video and whatever. So tell me, other than the things that we know about you, that you're a dedicated teacher that likes to have fun, what are some of the things that you enjoy doing, like your passions? 
So painting, you did okay. mention wine glasses. Um, I was a mural artist. I had a mural company down in Savannah, Georgia for a bit. And um, I do canvas paintings and things like that. Um, I also am a worship leader. I lead worship and I play piano. I love to play piano. Um, I love being outside, going hiking, outdoors, all the kinds of things, just being in nature. Um, but most importantly, I love embarrassing my students. <laughs> I think they know that. And how long have you been teaching? 14 years. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Now, when you were growing up, did you always think you were going to be a teacher or what no, was no. little Lindsay thinking about doing? Little Lindsay was going to be the star. Okay. Um, I was going to be the actress on the red carpet or accepting the Tony. Um, here she is. What did I say? Oh yeah, I saw. <laughs> here she is. Oh. Hey, Lucy. Why is she wet? Mystery. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, virtual teaching, everybody. I, right, right there. <laughs> there she is. Um, but yeah, I wanted to be an actress. And then as I grew up, um, my theater teacher in high school actually inspired me in the opposite way, inspired me what not to do mm. and how to be better, to be the theater teacher I wanted. Really? And, okay. Yeah, yes. And when I got to college, I still had that mind frame of, I want to be an actress. However, a mentor said, well, you have to find something that you love to do that can support your career. So you can do the actress, you know, the acting on the side. Right. And in finding teaching, I fell in love with it. Yeah. But, it, but isn't that tough though to hear, Like, you is. know, where's the in-between like you can do anything, follow your dreams to like, you better get a backup and a side gig girl. Cause I don't know. Yeah. Right. Like you're, you're how, do you, right. how do you reconcile with that? That's tough. Right. Right. Yes. Because I mean, at first your pride is hit. You're like, what? I'm not good enough. Right. Right. But it's not that it's, you think of the millions of people that want to make it in the industry. Right. And right. It's a very tough industry. And if you don't have thick skin, you're not going to make it. Right. And so it's, well, you have to be unique. You have to show that they want you, you know, that they should have you. Mm -hmm. And in finding these jobs, you need to support yourself. Yeah. And so have you done any acting? Like, you know, what, what did you do? So just recently I did a short film. I went to the Virginia Film Festival and I won Best Actress. Okay. Okay. You can find it online. It's called One More Meal. Um, and it's, yeah, it's on YouTube. So you can find that. That was in 2018. Um, I did, I've done uh, promotional videos for Google, Uber, Lyft. I did a safety video for branch construction. I was in a feature uh, in 2017. And then I've done stage acting and things like that. So I have a resume. Okay. Uh, but what I tell my students, you know, yes, it is who you know, and yes, I know people. Mm -hmm. But I'm not in this industry for the fame. I'm not right. in this industry for the money. I'm in it for the art. Right. Like you really like doing it, how it's put together, the transformation of it, the message you give someone that like it's a commercial, you know, all of that, that dialogue and how you transform the entire product or service that you're selling into making people feel right. Is it like yes. part of that? Yeah. Okay. And the whole psyche of it all. So mm -hmm. how to evoke those emotions out of the whole technique of it. Right, right. Yeah, no, that's that's interesting because there is a technique. Everybody can't act. I mean, I see some famous people. I was looking at some stuff the other day. I love Queen Latifah, but I should probably stop recording this. But that show the other day, Queen. 
Queen. I know. I, I love, love you, Queen. I just kept watching because it was it's Queen Latifah. <laughs> but it, yeah, but it was tough. It was tough. It was tough. But we, we still love you. Both Lindsay and I love you, Queen. In case yes, this very, much so. very much so. It was just bad writing, girl. That wasn't you. It was bad that's, writing. That's what it was. <laughs> that's what it was. That's what it was. There we go. Uh, so so you, you've done some acting. That's good. And But if what if your kids wanted to get into acting? Like, would you be okay with uh, not just your students, but your students and your own kids in acting? Yes, absolutely. Okay, okay. Because there's so many stories out there, man, where it's like, mm -hmm. it could be a terrible little world. And it seems like lately, and I think that's just because more things are being shared and people feel more comfortable talking, but it seems like the end, the entertainment industry in general is a place where, you know, weirdos and, and bullies can hang out and thrive Absolutely. um you know so what yeah. would you tell your your kids or your students even that want to be there to how would they protect themselves so it's all about who it's all about who you know um and you need to align yourself with a mentor or with someone that has been in the industry that knows the routes to take mm -hmm. and the ways to protect yourself and it's all about your mindset and um your priorities why are you doing this? Gotcha. Are you doing this for the money? Because if you're doing it for the money, you are going to be very unsatisfied very quick because it takes a while to get to that status where we go and pay for a movie ticket and we watch right. on the TV screen. Right. It, it, it takes a while to get there. Yeah. So you've got to have your priorities aligned mm -hmm. with that. And then you have to have thick skin. You have to have thick skin and you have to be sure of who you are. Right, right. Because you're going to, it's a lot of rejection, right? And if you can't, I would think that if you can't handle the rejection, then when someone, a predator comes along, mm -hmm. you're primed for it. If you need so desperately to hear, you're wonderful. I'll give you this role, just do this or hang out with me. If you don't have that, that growth mindset and have yourself together, then that, that could be difficult. I just, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy that, but uh, yeah. So, so um, any thoughts of like, you know, doing a whole video and song and everything with the kids, are you guys planning something or? Oh, that's a good question. I mean, that would be, that would be really fun to do. Um, I mean, I have uploaded videos since, this whole viral video, since this thing has gone viral, um, I actually just uploaded something this morning. Um, I Someone suggested me to play a prank on my students by telling them they have a lot of assignments. <laughs> and I did. I gave them a lot of assignments to only do in 45 minutes. Oh, wow. And their reactions are priceless. And that's what you uploaded? Oh, I did. Oh, okay. And, I can't wait to see that. <laughs> one of my girls, she goes, we got to do all that, buddy. <laughs> And then it was like, you on X Games mode, Ms. Z. Like, where's this energy coming from? Okay, that's right. You're doing the most. Okay. And where, where do you teach? I mean, we don't, she ain't giving out the address, y'all. So, but like the, the state, okay? Don't even tell the county. I know, because it's scary. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not hard when you look, when you do some detective work. Um, but I, I work in Virginia. I'm, okay. Okay. All right. Cool. I'm in uh, Reston, Virginia, so not far. Okay. Um, okay. You know, a bit northern Virginia area. I'm in um, southeastern. Okay. Gotcha. 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 <laughs> and that's it. That's all you guys are gonna get. Exactly. Um, so set it up for us. What was happening that day 
that the kids decided to do it? Like you had just finished class, starting class, walk us through it. I had just finished class and I just finished instruction and instruction didn't take very long that day. And the kids that were left that you saw on the screen, mm -hmm. those are the ones that stayed around for tea time. We have tea time. Okay. Um, it's like, who wants to spill the tea? Who's got something, something to talk about? Um, and whether it's frustrations or, oh, you know what I heard? I heard that coach mine. <laughs> right. And so nobody had anything to say. And it's been a long time since that's happened. I mean, this was my advanced class. Okay. Each other, we are family, you know, right. it's great. And there was just a long, awkward silence. And I was like, y'all want to do a TikTok? And they're like, yeah, we want to do a TikTok. I'm like, okay, all right. What do we want to do? And then there was silence again. Nobody could think of anything. Nobody was thinking of anything. I was like, uh -huh. okay. all right, well, well, um, what if, what if, and then the music started playing <laughs> and I went, and then they went out of frame. I went, right. Where did y'all go? So they already knew <laughs> they were planning for it. They didn't know when. Well, they were not planning for it. One of them decided, I know which TikTok we're going to do. Play. And then they all, man, those are your and advanced all, theater students. And they just went for it. They're like, because they had seen right. Samuel Grubbs and his college class mm -hmm. do that. And so they, I mean, you, if you look at the video, they're not all going the same way. Right. But that's okay. <laughs> they crushed it though. So that was like spontaneous, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. They are your advanced. So my leader. reactions were, I mean, initially it was like, I knew that we were going to do a TikTok. I didn't know that this was the TikTok we were going to do. Right. There was some knowledge there as far as, cause I had said, okay, we're going to do a TikTok, but the rest of it was completely genuine looking at their faces their mouths wide open, yeah. <laughs> like he's singing along with it. I wasn't, I didn't come to work thinking, okay, I'm going right. to say, I'm going to sing Kelly Rowan. I'm I'm going to, we're going to do this. Uh, now, speaking of that, you know, you, you got, you got some pipes, right? You do oh, a little singing? I do. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, you want to drop a little something for us? A little something. Oh, what am I going to sing? Um, um, Y'all know little, you know little shop. You know the little shop. Yeah, you say you don't want me, but I'll I'll, I'll help out. Okay, but this <laughs> I don't want no one to think that what comes out of my mouth came out of your mouth, girl. So don't don't do that. Just uh, just you know show them you can you can hold a tune. That's it. <laughs> okay. Little shop, little shop, a hover, little shop, little shop, a terror, call a cop, little shop, a hover, no, oh oh no. no. Woo! I love it. I love it. She's got pipes too, people. She's got pipes. All right. So we've been having fun and, and thank you so much for that. I, I don't want to get too serious, but I just need to know how are your kids? How are our kids? And I mean, COVID, Black Lives Matter, being home. I mean, how are they doing? It. It's just piling on. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough, right? this is, uh, it's very difficult. And so something like this TikTok and what you'll see in the, in the video, that's my antics are normal. Mm -hmm. <laughs> my kids, um, they expect something, some kind yeah, of, yeah, I feel that I get genuine from you and, you know, and I, and I could tell that your classroom is a, is a safe space. So I thought it's a, it's a good question for, 
several reasons because I know you know because the kids trust you. And I want other teachers and or young people that hear this to know we know you're struggling, but A, and what is the, you know, the acknowledgement and then what, what, how can we check on each other? Right. So the mental health is a very big factor and it has declined. It, yeah. um, at the beginning of the school year, there was some fresh um, excitement, just a little. Um, that okay. Well, at least we get to see people. At least right. we get to see one on one on the on the computer and see people. And there was a glimmer of hope. There was a light at the end of the tunnel with this. Hopefully, you know, it'll be gone soon, and we have phases, and when we're going to bring kids back, and things yep. will get back to normal. Yeah. But as the day goes on, you think they're in their house every single day. They cannot leave. They cannot see their friends. They um, are taking seven classes a day online um, and well, not a day, but like in a week. I mean, we've got block scheduling, but either way, when I went to college, if I even took one online class, I could (laughs) still go see a friend. Absolutely. I could still get out and about. Yeah, I I would have still failed, but. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, Because online ain't. Okay, that's not for me. It ain't it. but these kids, I mean, and then you, on top of all of that, you think of not every single home as a healthy home. Right. Yeah. And if I were to go back and put myself in their shoes with the home that I grew up in, yes, it was a loving home, but I would not be mentally, I would not be mentally healthy mm. in the mm. home I grew up in. Wow. Right. Stay in there. You th- it's solitary confinement. Yeah. Basically, that's what it is. And imprisonment. And, right. And it's a struggle for these kids. And so what I really would like our teachers to understand is to have a little bit of grace. Yeah. Because we are not in their shoes. Yeah. There's no way we can understand what these kids are going through. Right. And if they can't get out of bed, if they can't log on to the call, you think, oh, well, it's just so easy. Can't they just sit in front of their computer and log on? It's not that easy. Right. Right. Because depression. Yeah. Anxiety. I School mean, was a solace for some of these kids, right? Just, just a couple of, yeah. Peaceful place for them to come in and vent and escape. And right. that was one of my number one fears when we first went into quarantine. The students that look forward to coming to school because of abusive homes or because they were suicidal or because, mm-hmm. I mean, it, food. these things are real. Yeah, food. yeah. Food. Um that my heart broke. Right. Right. Because I couldn't be there and shield them the way that I would like to. Yeah. No, I love the advice you're saying to, to other teachers that, that grace and some empathy, right. That's what Sony's. And when I was talking to a group of um, coaches not too long ago and, and they're high school coaches. So it's still in the education setting and they're doing virtual stuff with their teams and, you know, and they're like, you know, I can't get them to turn the cameras on and, you know, so frustrating. And I'm like, dude, it might not be because, you know, they're lazy or whatever you think. Maybe they don't want you to see the living condition. Maybe they haven't gotten their hair done. Right. You know, got the shape up or the same right. braids that they had last week, okay. you know, th- maybe because they're four people mm-hmm. in that room. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's one device, you know, and somebody yeah, else is using that. it. These are there are other reasons other than, oh, they're, you know, it's so easy to be online and be at home. So I certainly appreciate 
you saying that and say it for the people in the back because it's 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 real. Um, let me ask you, what was your first like moment that you had in teaching when you thought this is worth it? Like something really hit with a kid or you could really see. And, and I say that because a lot of times teachers, we don't get to see all of the good. You know, we have to deal with the the trouble and the paperwork and the low paycheck, the low, low paycheck, right? Who's supposed to be eating off of that? <laughs> I don't know a teacher that doesn't have a side hustle. Okay, exactly. Which is ridiculous because they're the people in charge of everybody that's getting ready to do anything in the world. But that's a whole nother show and we can do that uh, and we can do that at another time. But that moment that you were like, I'm gonna stick with this, even through these hard days, I saw the light bulb in that kid. And if you've got one or two stories, I'm sure you have many, but I'm looking for that first one and you were like, all right, I'm gonna do this. The most prominent one, um, I've already been, I had already been teaching for several years. Um, he was a freshman when he came to me. When he came to me, he had blue hair, acne all over his face, um, dressed uh, in the goth gothic grunge mm-hmm. style, um, a hoodie over his head, would barely talk. And when he did talk, he would um, do this like nervous laugh mm-hmm. um, and just kept himself. Right. And he took my theater class. And within that first year, by the end of that year, his hair was a his normal birth given hair color. And um, he his his acne had cleared up and he developed his own sense of style, like a skater style and um, started talking more, making more friends, becoming more confident. The nervous laugh kind of diminished. So that would be enough however what makes this even more exceptional um his sophomore year i casted him as pony boy curtis in the outsiders it's one of my favorites i love pony boy (laughs) i love pony boy yes i had a slew of guys and i was like i need a guy show to do and they absolutely loved it the fight scene in that let me just tell you oh yeah (laughs) um but he was pony boy boy Curtis and it was a week before we were supposed to open mm-hmm. and his birth mom calls me after rehearsal one day and says hey have you seen him and I said no I I mean I mean I saw him at rehearsal right and she said oh he was at rehearsal I said yeah she said well I saw when I picked him up he was with his um girlfriend I said well she was she's on my tech crew mm-hmm. well, I don't like that and then she just got very upset that he was standing next to or with um, his girlfriend that was in tech crew. She said, well, we got in a fight and he ran off. And I, I said, okay, well, let me know when you find him. A couple hours later, I follow up. She says, I haven't found him. I said, well, I'll let you know when I do. And mm-hmm. being a teacher, right. we know things that parents don't. Right. So I, yes, I know he had a girlfriend, but I also knew who he was really talking to. Gotcha. <laughs> Rut row. And okay. you're not going to tell your best friend where you are because mom's going to call your best friend. Right. You're going to tell the girl you're talking to. Right. The side. The side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, side check. Um, and so I called her and I said, where is he? Well, I don't want to tell because, I, girl, if you don't tell me where he is. <laughs> like, I got so upset. And, and she told me round about where he was. And I went driving looking for him. And it was 1130 at night. And it was November. We're talking 31 degrees. 
Wow. He's outside, he's shivering, he's bloody from all over his nose and all over his sweatshirt. And um, I take him, take him to the nearest police station. They said, there's nothing we can really do right now with CPS because it's so late. Wait a minute, where was the blood from? His nose. But who, who? Mom. Oh, she said we got in a fight. She meant fight, not an argument. So lo and behold, she, they were throwing hands. She was throwing hands, driving down the highway. Wow. Wow. So uh, they, we, the police officer said, just, you know, take them somewhere safe next morning since your teacher CPS can get involved and, you know, it, that'll be best. So we took them to a family friend, cleaned them up, told my boss, all these kinds of things. And he comes the next day. Well, he comes not showered and in the same clothes so that they could see and oh, right. started taking pictures and everything. Long story short, after the peaceful protective order that had already been put on her was lifted mm -hmm. from this incident because she, he was not the only one that she was beaten on. Um, she did it again. Wow. And I said, uh-uh, he's mine now. Wow. So I have two birth children, but I have three sons. What? <laughs> Wow. I adopted him. He is mine. You, like real adopted. Not like you can stay here, but court paperwork. He's my son. He's my son. Whoa. <laughs> I wasn't ready for that one. That's that's a whole nother show. Like <laughs> you just went to work and came home with an extra whole child. Like, man. And how old was he at the time? He, well, he was um, about to turn 18. He was 17. Okay. Now, I was just going to ask you, you're giving and pouring into all these other kids. I was just going to ask you before this, but now I've definitely got to ask it. How do your kids handle it? And it especially now, you didn't brought home a whole brother. <laughs> well, they were ecstatic and they absolutely love him. Wow. Okay. They absolutely love him. He is their big brother and he loves them. And it, like, they just, it's, we're one big happy family. Um, well, he's on his own now. He's doing his big boy thing. Okay. Um, he's 19 now. Okay. Um, but uh, about to be 20 this year. Oh, anyway. <laughs> um, but th with my students, they love going to work with me. Mm -hmm. They love going there because they love interacting with, and my students love them too. So I have, I balance everything really well um, as far as my attention to my children and my attention to my students. And I make sure- Seems like, cause you bring it all together. Right, so it's not these different things. It's one thing. Exactly. Still because a lot of energy not, though. Yes, yes. Yeah. Coffee, it's great. <laughs> um, I am not, and I think what helps is I, and this is another thing to these teachers that I would really like to express and make sure that they know, I am not two different people. The same way that I am to my students is the same way that I am to my kids, that I am to my family, that my friends, to strangers, to people at church, you know, to whoever. I'm the same person. Wow. I have faults just like everybody else. I curse, but I love Jesus. You know, right. it's, Amen. It's, it is what it is. Right. Um, and accept me, don't accept me. But I think that's why my students love me too, is because I'm real and I'm relatable and they see that I fall. They see that I fail right. and I accept it. I'll come in. Y'all, I am not feeling it today. I don't want to do any work. 
Mm -hmm. You know, like it, it, and they know it. And I, and I tell them I'm transparent. And I think that too many people, whether it's teachers, whether it's um, people in authority, they try to be perfect. And when you try to be perfect, you're not relatable. Yeah. And there's respect there. Yeah. And kids, if they don't have a connection with you, it's It's ridiculous. They're not going to do anything. And if they do, they'll work harder, longer, stronger, faster for you all day long and then find their best uh, of themselves and reach that peak performance. But they have to have that trust and that connection with you. Uh, That that is amazing. And she adopted a whole child. y'all. Stuck and he wasn't even little, he was grown almost. Um, like, grown and like going through teenage hormones. Yeah. I mean, wow. How was well before I get there? So you work um your school. Talk to me about is it a diverse school or primarily uh kids of color or yes, um, I would say our demographic is about 85, 80 to 85% um children of of color, Um, but then we have kids from all different cultures, like a big melting pot. So Mm -hmm. our ELL department is not just Spanish speaking students. Right. We have students from all over. India and everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Languages we can't speak. Right. Right. Exactly. Google Translate. Yeah. Tell them their assignment is due. Right. (laughs) You know, like. Exactly. (laughs) I was just talking to my partner about this. Right. That we we get so like, um, you know, oh, if you're in this country, speak English. And we can't speak anything, hardly English. And these kids speak several languages. And we act like we got it all together. As It just burns me up, man. I'm like. Can't tell the difference between they, there, and there. Right. <laughs> yes. Or my favorite one is when someone passes, sorry for your loss. And they put in, they put the wrong loss. You know, I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> like that's just basic second grade. Right. Right. So, but we, but yeah, but we stand around talking about other cultures and, exactly. and, you know, people that aren't from this country, we, we got to get it together. So, so 80, 80%, but a, a real melting pot. Um, how is the school culture? Have you seen any shifts or, or changes? I know it's a little more difficult to read because we're not in school, but have you seen any shift or culture changes or conversations uh, because of the whole Black Lives Matter movement, which I personally hate calling it that. It's kind of like just saying Reebok or Nike because I think there's so many layers to that. It's not really even about that organization, right. Black Lives Matter, but about you know the fabric of systemic racism and all that. But have you seen any any shifts or? Um... Um, the biggest shift that I would say, um, so we did have, I, I don't know if we mentioned it before the interview or during the recording, but um, at the beginning of the year, we did have a uh, sensitivity training. Okay. <laughs> that I'm in the back going, y'all can't treat people right. What's why? Why do we have? Why are we having this right now? Right. So, right. You work inner city with I don't understand. <laughs> um, and so and you're supposed to be the educators. Right. <laughs> That's the other thing. You're not working. We're not having, doing this at Target, right? Like we're doing this for the educators, the people that are supposed to be leading and teaching. Right. I hear you. Um, but myself and my advanced theater class, we made change happen in that movement. 
um, when I say movement, that in the culture of mm -hmm. it all in the school and in the community, because we wrote our fall show. And the mm. reason why we wrote it, it, um, it was put on my heart, laid on my heart, right when we went into quarantine. My kids, every single year I say, okay, well, what kind of show do you wanna do? And it's hard for them to produce names of shows they wanna do because there's not many shows for people of color. Right. And shows that they can relate to. We have about five musicals that they choose from. And that, you know, you can only do um, certain color purple so many times and fences so many times. And, and you know, it just, it's, it's just, um, is what it is. So right. I was like, okay, well, if you want change, let's make it. Yeah. So let's write it. Okay. And so we wrote it and every single word in that show is based on true factual events that have happened in the classroom. We, yes, it is all stemmed around inequalities um, regarding racism, gender, um, sexual orientation, um, you name it, bullying, um, all of those things. It is centered, centered around those topics in the classroom, whether it is between student, student, student and teacher, mm. and teacher and teacher. Wow. And so I, their first assignment, very first assignment in all of my classes, give me one, two incidences, one that was positive, one that was negative of a memory you have in classroom, in the classroom, whether it was between you and a student, something you witnessed, a teacher, I mean, lay it all, give it to me. Don't worry about censoring yourself. I will censor it. And so I did that with the teachers too. Really? And the outpouring was just crazy. And so we wrote it and I cannot believe how fantastic it turned out. I can believe it, but then I'm not, I can't. Um, these kids, them acting out what they have created and them being able to give a voice right. was so empowering for them. And it was life-changing for them. And you could see if there was a physical level shift, this level shift going up in their confidence in mm -hmm. who they are as a person and in their own identity and their culture, because they're all different cultures, um, the community, the administrators saw it, the teachers saw it, and they, there was not a dry eye. The administrators, I had two administrators boo-hooing. What? Yes. So did they get to, you guys were together when this happened? It was so before we, COVID? So I have successfully, and, and this is, this is great. If I could ever boost myself and do this, <laughs> I was successful in being able to put on a production and still adhere to COVID guidelines, making sure that no one had COVID. Wow. And <clears throat> if they did, it was only one student. And that was because his parent brought it home and he didn't get it, give it to any of us. Right. Right. But I was able to have an audience and still here oh. to COVID guidelines. So we, we, we made it work. Wow. Now do you, this, I mean, I feel like this needs to be everywhere and you guys are going to do this again and yes, we're going to get on it. the road and you need some sponsors, sponsors. Hey, listen to me. Okay. <laughs> let's sponsor this thing and take it out there. And then man, we get, get some videotape on. I see this on Netflix. Like this is powerful. It is. Because it's it is. from the kids, mm -hmm. their perspectives and their stories. Yes. And, and, and we get an opportunity to do what we should do as adults sometimes, which is sit down and shut up and listen to what they're saying. Yes. 
And wow. if you've been in school, if you remember what it was like in school or you are a teacher, there is one story. There is something in this that you can relate to because the names have changed. Right. People are the same. Yeah. No, that is. Oh, man. Yeah. We're going to have to talk about that. We're going to talk about that. I have to see that. I can drive way, way, you way, way far away, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's called Unspoken. Unspoken. Oh, I love that. I love that. I love that. Yeah, we, that, that's a whole nother show, too. And we have to bring the kids that were in it back and we'll talk to them as well. So that that is super, super cool. Um, how are the kids handling the, the whole uh, TikTok, um, all the likes? I mean, have their, are their pages being boosted? Are they on IG? I have 7,000 followers now. <laughs> I'm like, that's great, honey. Yeah, yeah. They liked my video. And I'm like, that's wonderful. But they keep asking me, who, when you going to put me on with your teacher? <laughs> that happened. I said, first of all, you better tell them. And I said, second of all, I said, no, I'm sorry. They came to your page looking for me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they, they love it. They love it. They're like, what can they we do it. next? What can we do next? Right. That's awesome. I think that theater teachers have to be, I would think some of the most, or should be some of the most inclusive people um, because, uh, you know, you get all walks of, of life. And, and you mentioned it when you were talking about um, putting together the, the, the play, the performance that, you know, it was LGBTQ and black perspectives and, and all other ma marginalized um, communities. How do you reconcile that with your faith? Because I've, I've heard you Say mentioned that a, a couple different times. And I like in any opportunity where people can say that I love Jesus and yeah. these other people. So that's yeah. what I'm um, talk to me about it. Because I, if my personal faith and I just need to put this disclaimer out. This has, this does not in the beliefs in which the school system in which I work. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> um I am not to judge the only relationship that I'm worried about and that I should be concerned about is the vertical one. Mm -hmm. And so um, how I live my life, because if we all walked around with cards um, in front of us, written the things that we struggle with, we would all treat each other the same mm. because everybody goes through. Everybody something. has it. Right. Yep. And so, um, and I, I, I personally refuse to believe that the God that I serve and that I love and that loves me for my problems that I go through or the things that I've done could not love my neighbor. Amen. Amen. That's a mic drop right there. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. All right, let's get into this. Uh, I got one more question for you, and then we'll do our two-minute drill wrap up. The yeah. fourth and one question here in the huddle, uh, a regret that you have and more importantly, not so much the regret, but what you learned from it is the focus. Yes. Um, I would think that a regret that I have when I was in college, I did not go study abroad. I had the opportunity, sorry, I have something in my eye. Um, I had the opportunity to go study abroad for my education track to Brazil. Mm -hmm. And I didn't do it because it meant that I would have had to work extremely hard to raise the money. Um, I worked myself through through college. Oh um, wow! Okay. So yes, I'm I'm a big walking, judging book. Um, <laughs> my students, my new students, every year they judge me real quick. Like, oh, daddy's little white rich. Right. 
No, nah, like, I got uh, a single uh, mom living in right next to a jail. Right. You know, like, be on food stamps and set right. us in the closet. You know, yeah, don't get it twisted, right? Don't get it twisted. And so everything that I have, I had to work for. And so I would have had to raise a lot of money in a short period of time and do a lot of hard work. And I regret not doing that. And so what I learned from it was, you know, hard work pays off and anything that is worth it is not easy. And even though um, you have to put forth some effort and, and to do something, do it. You only live once and you don't want to have those regrets. You don't want to go through life having regrets. Right. And what a shoulda, what a shoulda, coulda, woulda, you know? And yeah. um, I regret not doing that because that would have been an awesome experience to see another culture, to go to another country because I've only stayed in the United States. Um, that would have been amazing to do. And yeah. I wish I would have done that before kids. So go for it. Go oh, for it. Okay. Gotcha. All right, let's get into this two-minute drill. I'm going to call out some things. First one that pops into your mind, you say it. No explanations or anything. Rapid fire. Here we go. Scary. Hip-hop or country? Hip-hop. Book club or club? Club. <laughs> I mean, you know, when it opens back up, right? Right. <laughs> right? All right. Sports car or SUV? Oh, sports car. Take a class or teach a class? Teach it. Beach or cabin? Beach. Movies or a play? Play. Hoodie or a suit? Hoodie. <laughs> He's got it on. <laughs> uh, bath or shower? Bath. Petty or manicure? Petty. Chocolate milk or white milk? Chocolate. Eat out or delivery? Eat out. Pancakes or waffles? Pancakes. Sausage or bacon? Bacon. Chess or checkers? Chess. Money or time? Money. <laughs> You're my first money. All these other people are like this. I want more time. But no. You're also the first teacher. Right. <laughs> I mean, I got bills I got to pay. <laughs> she didn't even fun. hesitate, y'all. She's like, do you know the time I could buy with some money? <laughs> okay, shoot. Yes. Right. You just get a that are with the money, and then that gives you time. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. Lizzie, this has been real. I see two more shows out of this, man, that we could talk back. So we'll have to have you back. Tell people uh, where they can keep up with what you're doing, the wine glasses, what the kids are doing, your TikTok, yeah. all that stuff. Give them your social media oh, handles. You can find me on TikTok at Miss Pack, M-S-P-A-C-K. You can find me on Instagram with Miss Pack Art, M-S-P-A-C-K. K-A-R-T. Um, I'm also M-S-Z-1852 on Instagram as well. And then my YouTube channel is Lindsay Zampak. Sweet. So. The YouTube channel. That's amazing. That is awesome. That's awesome. Last question. What do you want for your students? I want them to be able to chase their dreams and follow what they want to do without hesitation without listening to the naysayers and for them to know that their surroundings do not define who they are. I love it. I love it. It's, uh, it's not easy, but it's worth it. Uh, Lindsay Zampak, thank you so much for being our team captain today in the huddle. Can't wait to have you back. Thank you so much.
I'm hyped. I don't know about you guys, but there's so many things to take away. She gave advice for teachers. Um, what about that adoption story? She literally took one of her students home and nailed that as her son, not just in her heart, but on paper. She did the whole thing. Her kids love him. That is just amazing. That's about dedication. So the takeaways today, open up your home and show love. If you can't give a kid a permanent home, just keep it open so that kids come in, young people, anybody, everybody needs love. So be opening and and loving and spread that. I love also that she shared that she's a worship leader, but acceptance without judgment. She accepts everyone. She realizes that she's not God. Man, I know some Christians and some other people that certainly uh, could, could learn from that. And have a plan B that helps you achieve and get closer to that plan A. And, and don't forget to make sure that they are aligned. Um, our kids are struggling right now. And I think one of the other takeaways for me was just to realize that, you know, to give people some grace, uh, give them what they need, not what they expect. Give people what they need, not what they expect, and not what you expect from them. I'm Monica D. Livingston. This has been another episode of The Huddle. We're coming to you every single Tuesday. You can download it um, wherever you get your podcast. Keep in touch with me at MonicaDLivingston.com, Livingston3636 on IG, Livingston36 on Twitter. And I can't wait to see you guys next week. We're going to be running some contests. So please, please, please stay on the IG. We'll be giving away a a free pair of iSlides. You'll be able to put whatever you want on those iSlides. I slide USA. All right, guys, take care. I will see you next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.